0: day by day step by step minute by minute we hear one rumor after another when it comes to the new england patriots who's going to play quarterback who's going to be wide receiver who's going to get re-signed who's going to return who's going to get cut and so on and so on and so on 27 days until free agency starts and maybe we can talk about something besides some speculation You've heard of the dog days of summers. These are the dog days of the off season. There is no worse time than the middle of February until free agency starts. And there's no worse time from the end of free agency until the draft. And then there's no worse time from draft until training camp. The off season sucks in the NFL. And I stupidly four years ago, started a show started a youtube channel completely surrounded around football so you know what tonight we're gonna talk about espn believing that julian Adel- edelman's gonna get cut why because there's nothing else to talk about what's going on everybody it's your boy ray as always with my boy connor we got a girl sarah welcome to the dear pats nation podcast and we are back and this is episode 26 of the deer patch nation podcast time does fly ladies and gentlemen please make sure you check out our patreon page over at patreon.com dpn sports where you get exclusive content on a daily basis today i addressed bill belichick and why we should trust bill belichick and why Nobody, none of you in the chat, none of us on this screen are smarter than Bill Belichick. Connor is hanging on to a 47% chance that the Red Sox are going to win the World Series.
1: He got a chance.
0: He he was on there talking about that. He's going to add something else. And of course, you can see the full interview with the editor-in-chief of full press coverage, Ian Glendon, up on Patreon as well right now. Uh portions of that will be shared on friday night's show so connor you crashed a ford pinto and I did caused did not a massacre and had <laughs> a funeral and that's why the show had to start at 9 30 tonight people are frustrated they're upset half an hour late please tell the people why you crashed the pinto and what i'm, happened.
1: S- I'm sorry i'll i will take responsibility i crashed a ford pinto trying to move cars for this uh, impending snowstorm here in massachusetts and uh RIP to the Ford Pinto, man. I I know Ross will be upset by that. He's a big Ford Pinto guy. I promise to never crash any of those again.
0: You finally got one to sell to him, and you crashed it.
1: I know. I know.
0: No, what really happened? You got rear-ended?
1: Yeah, by by, uh, somebody whose name I won't say on the podcast, who doesn't know how to drive when we're trying to pack cars in (laughs) in the snow. He backed into me in another car. Not a Ford Pinto. More like a Chevy Silverado, but we'll you, We'll leave did, that for another did, day.
0: did you yell that because of it?
1: I didn't know i I just wanted to make the utmost certain that I'm not paying for it because uh I did crash a Chevrolet Silverado into a tow truck once, and it was a thousand dollar deductible, so I wanted to make sure I'm not on the losing end of that for a second time,
0: and you are not correct?
1: I am not this time, no, that was like Good. three years ago, but I did eat that thousand dollars, which wasn't fun
0: Ooh, that hurts. yeah,
1: yeah, that hurt, yeah. <laughs> that I, I that's why I made sure that I don't eat any of those again
0: so Connor was filling up some paperwork that's what we got the late start four minutes in guys let's get into the story that we are covering today one ESPN analyst thinks that the Patriots could cut Julian Edelman this story comes from Danny Gillette of Patriots Wire as the New England Patriots look to embark on what should be a busy offseason One NFL analyst believes that the Patriots could move on from wide receiver Julian Edelman. Multiple analysts over at ESPN discussed cut candidates for each team. Dan Graziano selected Edelman as the prime candidate for the New England Patriots. If the Patriots were to cut the wide receiver, it would save the organization $3.44 million in the 2021 season. Citing his recent injury problems and the recent injection of youth at the wide receiver position, Dan Graziano indicates that Edelman could be the perfect cut candidate for the Patriots. He recorded 21 catches for 315 yards last season. His best game of the season came against Seattle. In that contest, he recorded eight catches for 179 yards. Following that game, injuries kept him from performing at high levels the rest of the way. Saying, quote, an Edelman cut would surprise a lot of people, but he's coming off a season in which he played just six games and the team has younger receivers who will likely are a bigger part of its future, wrote Dan Graziano. It might be best to hasten the inevitable and let Edelman go free to sign with the Buccaneers, end quote. Given that Edelman would be one of the only veteran receivers on the 2021 team, it could be a dicey move. However... Should the Patriots fully embrace retooling the roster, it could give the organization a chance to see who can step up and make an impact at wide receiver. In this most current form of the Patriots dynasty, you had the three pillars, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman, Yep. Brady, he gone, Gronk. He gone. And I think we all wondered when Edelman was going to go as well. Now, Connor, you and I took some heat during the season because we used a word that started with an L when it came to Julian Edelman. And that word is liability. Julian Edelman was not just a liability in 2020 when he was playing. He was a liability in 2019 as well yes he put up the yards yes he made some plays but he also dropped some balls in some very crucial situations and in a game against the kansas city chiefs this year when the patriots were still in it regardless of the bad quarterback play a ball bouncing right out of his hands converted to a pick six it just seemed over the last two years the former super bowl mvp was on the wrong end of plays. We were so used to him making the big plays, he was on the wrong end of plays. I love Julian Edelman. My mm. dog's name is Jules, named after Julian Edelman. I own more Julian Edelman jerseys. But Hightower and Edelman are the same amount, but I own more of their two jerseys than anybody else's. That includes Tom Brady. Connor, I will start with you. Yep. Has Julian Edelman become a big enough liability for New England that it's time to move on from Jules?
1: Oh, man, i got to take a deep breath on that one. Uh, I I honestly, I don't think so, not just quite yet. Um, He had the biggest season, not the biggest season, the biggest game he had ever had last season versus the Seattle Seahawks. I know the past two years he's had a serious case of the drops um, but I, I have hopes that Julian Edelman could still fill a, a need for the Patriots this year, hopefully as more of a number three receiver, I'm going to drop him all the way down from a one to hopefully more like a three. I'm hoping they go out and either trade or go into free agency to get a true number one. Uh, Jacoby Myers is able to step into more of the number two role and Julian Edelman would be able to s- kind of fill that three role. Maybe the two role if he's able to stay healthy, but I, I think Julian Edelman has one year left in him
0: one more year to play or one more more effective year
1: one more year to to actually make some sort of a contribution I think this could be his last season but I'd like to see the Patriots give him one last chance and I think he could still somewhat contribute this year
0: Sarah do you think that Julian do you agree with Connor does Julian Edelman have enough in him I know that you two are are two that are hoping for a, a go for it in 2021 is he a player that you want to drag along and unfortunately you could be dragging along uh to try to go for it in 2021
2: i hope so because i you know he did pretty well in 2019 i mean he was the most reliable receiver for tom brady the entire year despite the number of injuries that he had and then ended up needing surgery for um he did of course as uh connor mentioned had the best game of his career against the seahawks in week two um, of this past season, so we can, we see flashes of, you know, of what he's capable of and the Julian Edelman that we love. So I'm hoping that they'll at least just keep him for, I think, he had one year remaining on contract, one or two. I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, as a Patriots fan, I'm really hoping that he retires as Patriot because if he leaves – and then he joins, you know, the Bucks and goes with Brady and Gronk. It's just going to break my heart, honestly. I'm like, I need at least one of the three to retire a Patriot. I need one of you to stay. But I do think that his workload should be cut down. Um, but, I mean, you know, receivers are such a, a problem for the team right now. I feel like it, it it's not the best idea to get rid of Julian.
0: See, I find it hard to agree with you. That he was brady's most reliable receiver because not including the titans game when he dropped basically the drop that ended the game that gave the patriots no chance of coming yeah. back he was sixth in the nfl sixth in drops that year yeah and and, and listen are we going to sit and say injuries 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 because every time a patriots player is bad we throw out excuses right we do that's what we do as a fan base it can't be that perhaps he's just showing the what an old receiver looks like he's been hurt for 2 years it's no fault to him you know um he's also at that point of his career now where he seems to be picking up those multiple injuries you know what well I mean?
2: where... for me i feel like cutting him i mean like saving them 3 million that's virtually nothing so i don't really see that worth it but i also don't know what his mark would be like yeah maybe he could try to go to the bucks and but, you know, Tom Brady seems like he has more of a GM role down now, like recruiting people and whatnot. So I'm sure that he could convince them somehow to bring Edelman in. But I don't see that many people to sign like a 34-year-old receiver.
0: Well, see, and, and, and this is where I, I'll throw the argument back at you just to play devil's advocate. Again, this is a tough conversation for me to have. There's, there's a genuine love of Julian Edelman in my heart. But how do we turn around and say, I don't know what team would be interested in signing a 34-year-old quarterback like that, but we're making the argument that the Patriots should be interested in keeping a 34-year-old beat-up, beat-down wide receiver who went for surgery prior to the season and then left the season for surgery again.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Right? Like, that's...
2: I think it's just because his it's probably his tenure on the team. people love him. I mean, I think it's just a it, it is it's difficult to think about the Patriots without Edelman. It's difficult to say, yeah, I should cut him like and I think that it's just like I said, like the the situation that they're in right now with lack of receivers, it just seems like maybe it is wishful thinking that you know Julian will come back and he could be the receiver that we know and love. But it's possible that he's not. I don't know. I just I, 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 I think it's too quick or it's too early for me at least to just say to get rid of him.
0: Julian Edelman has caught a thousand yards receiving three times. Right? 2013, 2016, 2019. It also happens to be the only three times that he was had the ball thrown to him 150 times or more. Right? Mm-hmm. When we start looking at those conversion rates. Keep we gotta keep that stuff into consideration. Even though he had eleven hundred yards in 2019, there was something wrong with Julian Edelman. We you know, I wasn't with you guys in 2019, but we talked about I talked about it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too many bad drops in crucial yeah. moments between him and Mohammed Sanu. Mm-hmm. It was just you knew one of the two were gonna drop a ball in a crucial moment. It was almost a given. Mm-hmm. You knew that every game either sanu or edelman was going to have a bad drop and dietrich weiss was going to take a stupid penalty at an inopportune time it was just it it. connor i'm gonna take sarah's argument and put it back on you and ask you this question to get you involved in it again how can we in the same breath say we have to go for it in 2021 belichick's gonna retire soon yep make an argument that nobody around the league is going to want edelman because of declining play and injuries and this and that and you try to convince somebody that but julian edelman will work on the patriots now i know he had his career game against seattle but last night we covered how awful seattle's secondary was at that time you know who else had a career game that game Nikhil harry touche and i'm gonna drop something on you guys and it's it's this whole video i think is coming out saturday but I was interviewing Lawrence today because he's doing a Cam Newton. He did a Cam Newton breakdown for us. And he had positive things to say and negative things to say about Cam. He believes that Cam could work in New England. That's going to that's gonna be a little teaser I give you guys. But off air, we were talking, and he said Nikhil Harry is a problem. He said he does so many things bad and so many things wrong. Like he's not a good receiver when you look at his actual play, stutter stepping before making catches, awful footwork. Um, Agreed with me when I said, is it a mountain for him to actually take the next step? And he said, yeah, like Nikhil Harry is not fix one thing and he's going to be a dominant receiver, which means I'm now stamping it. It's a draft bust. Yeah. The odds that he's going to build enough from what happened last year is it's slim to none. He had a career year against the Seattle Seahawks. So or a career game against Seattle Seahawks. So how Connor, yeah. how much stock can we put into that game?
1: Yeah, and in, in, in that game, very little. Um, I mean, obviously I'm looking over the past six, seven, eight years, whatever it's been with Edelman, and he's been so great for the Patriots that I think my heart probably kind of pours out more and it makes me feel like I want Julian Edelman back that bad. If he does come back, I am kind of uh, you know tempering my expectations. I look at him more like Gronk, as he's been in uh, Tampa Bay. Obviously, Gronk's been a shell of him for his former self. He's made a few plays throughout the season. Obviously, he had a good game in the Super Bowl, but outside of that, he was just kind of ho hum. I think if Edelman's to stay, he would really be more of like a number three all of a sudden. Um, if if he wants to stick around, I and I think he might be able to still catch 40, 50 passes and be somewhat, you know, uh, a contributor for the Patriots next season. That's what I'm kind of hoping for, but I, I don't expect him to still be the same Julian Edelman we've seen over the past six, seven years.
0: But can you, is it really fair to make the comparison? Because, okay, Gronk is not who he was in the passing game, but Gronk has still been a beast in the blocking game. That's true. Julian Edelman doesn't have that second piece of his game. It's no fault to him. It's just who he is and what his position is, right? Unless he starts returning punts again, yeah, you know, I don't see and,
1: that happening.
0: And mm-hmm. and you're just putting him in position. You know, I have another worry. He played six games this year and had three drops.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's been bad. 2019 with the drops was terrible. Um, I know this year didn't start off much better.
0: Like he was on pace to have. Well, he was on pace to have another eight drop season.
1: Yeah, that's right? that's not good. Not like him
0: no so it's and and yeah it could be injury but it's becoming to a point where for the last two years he's injured all the time and he's look julian edelman is my age right like i'm going to put it out there julian edelman is him and i are the same age he's going to be i think he's going to be 35 this year i'm going to be 35 this year i am not an athlete like julian edelman i have never been in the same phys, even in the my best shape when i was jacked and ripped and and competing in sports all the time i was never in julian edelman's shape but I, what I can tell you is things hurt a lot more now at my age right. than I did three years ago. Like the, the, the amount that your body ages between 30 to 35 is unreal. You know, I banged my knee off the, t- off, a off a door, putting pants on and I limped for four days, <laughs> you know, because the, the bruise set deep, it's a part of it. Now you could say, well, look at Tom Brady's 43. Tom Brady does not take the punishment that Julian Edelman takes, right? Right. That's why quarterbacks can play longer. It's why kickers can play till they're 75 years old. You know, Adam Vinatieri making a comeback. He's no Nick Folk, but uh, most aren't he's, <laughs> but he's making a comeback. I'm just worried if 35 year old Julian Edelman, who's been beat up for two years. I don't know how you go for I don't know how you keep him and say that he's the piece he's a piece we need to go for it next year. If cuz if they're going for it, they're bringing receivers in.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: What okay. So I'll ask you both this question. As a Patriots fan, cuz I'm telling you right now how I feel about it. Uh, or you probably know how I feel, but as a Patriots fan, if the Patriots do go out and sign receivers this offseason, which I don't know if they will be able to, but if they do, would you rather see Julian Edelman cut now when he has a chance to explore free agency and find himself a team, or would you rather find out Labor Day weekend that Julian Edelman's been released from the Patriots?
2: And Fem- this is like a question where it's like, he's going to get cut. We just have to decide when we'd want to hear it.
0: Well, yeah, that's kind of put out there because if, if the Patriots are going to do what you two are telling me they're going to do, they're going to bring in a lot of talent. And that's going to keep knocking Julian Edelman down that list. And they're not going to keep him on the team for nostalgic reasons. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Belichick is going to keep the guys that give him the best opportunity. So let's say, you know, we'll go with Connor's theory. They're going to sign a tight end or draft a tight end, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to bring in Curtis Samuel and Corey Davis. You've got Jacoby Myers. So that's now bumping Edelman down to that fourth spot. You're probably bringing back Slater for a special teams play. You're bringing Gunner back for his special teams play. Again, you're carrying seven receivers now, even though, you know, two of them are really designated to this. I've heard a lot of people say they want to see Gunner get an opportunity at receiver, you know, we've talked about guys like Isaiah Zuber, maybe he can contribute to the team, right?
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Edelman just keeps going down the list. And at some point you're going to look at that final roster. And I want you guys to think about the Demirious Thomases of the world. I want you to think about uh, who was the other guy from Denver they brought in? He didn't get through training camp.
1: Eric Decker.
0: Eric Decker. Uh, They brought in a... a, a, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Mm -hmm. Wayne. Like, think about all those guys. That's where Julian Edelman is in his career right now. The only difference between him and those guys is he wore a Patriots jersey last year, and they didn't when they got brought onto the team when they were basically aging, middling. Let me put it this way to you. If Edelman played for the Bucks his whole career and the Patriots signed him hmm. this offseason, be honest, how excited would you be for 35-year-old Julian Edelman in that Yeah,
1: I, I would be just as excited as I was when they signed Eric Decker or Reggie Wayne or any of these guys. It's When you put it like that, it, it – it's kind of depressing to think mm-hmm. about because I love Julian Edelman. I, I look at him like he's a beast, and he's been such a star for a long time. But at some point, the career ends.
0: I, I'm the same as you. I have a seven-month-old puppy who's going for surgery, by the way, tomorrow, guys, If so I can get prayers out for him. Oh, me. no. Damn. She's getting fixed. It's, not a, it's, it's not still wrong. scary, though, any time. Like,
2: I get nervous.
0: <laughs> it is a scary thing. I am a little nervous, too. My heart is broken watching her run around tonight, not knowing what's coming tomorrow but I was seven month old puppy upstairs named Jules who dealt with six games this season with me screaming Jules at the television and her <laughs> thinking I was yelling at her. Um, you know, and, and everybody knows that's in, in haunt as soon as I told my dad her name is Jules, he went Adelman and smiled. <laughs> right? Like, it, cause I, he's like, you found one. He's like, I didn't think you'd be able cause my dog's a girl. He goes, I didn't think you'd be able to find a name for uh you know, for, for a girl, but you found one Jules. Um, but it would have been Jules anyways, because when we thought we were getting a boy, it was going to be Jules. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? The dog's name was always going to be Jules. And I'm saying that cause I know there's people in the chat right now, or there's people listening to the podcast who think I'm hating because I know I've been sort of the negative one the last few days, but I feel like I need to bring you guys back to reality a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, I love Jules, but I'm looking at this realistically. If he didn't play for the Patriots and they signed him in the offseason, we would be on this podcast and I'd be saying, why the hell did they sign Julian Edelman for that type of money? Right. You know what I mean? That's just where I put things out. Guys, we need to take a pause for for the cause here and hear from our sponsors over at the Rocky Mountain Barber Company and over at manscaped.com. While we're doing that, Connor is going to be looking at some comments and we're gonna be uh, seeing what you guys got to think about it, but first, You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from Manscaped.com. And use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at Manscaped.com. All right, Connor, let me have it.
1: All right, we ready? I got one here from SnapTime. I can't even begin to describe how horrible it's going to be watching Brady, Gronk, and Edelman win another Super Bowl in Tampa. I think you all knew this comment was coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So is is everyone in agreement that if the Patriots cut him, he's going to try and run to Tampa Bay and sign immediately?
0: He might retire, to be honest with you. Yeah, like he he may be looking at like he might be looking at it, going, "I've done enough." Right. Well, and you know, I mean, point out too, his cap hit is six point one million dollars this year. Yeah, it's a good mm. amount of money.
2: Um, I It's unlikely, but uh, obviously the whole point of him going down to Tampa would be because of Brady. But it would be interesting if he explored L.A. teams because his daughter lives in L.A. So, I mean, mm. I don't know that he would want to necessarily go to the Rams or the Chargers, but, I mean, his daughter lives in L.A. So that would be something to watch, I guess, possibly.
0: Now, this may have just been lip service by him as well, but – He did come out just a few weeks ago and say he wouldn't want to play, like he doesn't want to play anywhere else but New England. Mm -hmm. So I could almost see Belichick saying, What do you want to do? Do you want me to let you go so you can sign somewhere else? Or do you want to do, we can. I think Belichick would make a big thing for him if he were to retire. Oh, yeah. And give him an opportunity and do the big press conference. Kind of like when when Ninkovich retired and you got the whole team sitting there. I know it'll be different because of COVID and stuff, but I could see him giving edelman that out like what mm-hmm. do you want to do do you want me to let you go so you can sign or do you want to announce your retirement and we just call it right i would
2: i would prefer that in a way honestly me because too. i could not handle the three of them down in tampa like uh, yeah i was excited that brady won a seventh ring but then it's like then reality hits and then you're like oh it's like cool but not so cool
0: yeah <laughs> you know, i might become one of those bucks people if edelman went down there
1: Oh my goodness. You get a Bucks
0: jersey. I don't know. I know. I could never buy another jersey. But Edelman is such a. If we took away what Tom Brady did on the field for a second. Right. I got into this yesterday. Tom Brady is is fake. Right. We know that. His whole persona Mm -hmm. that he puts out publicly is is fake.
3: Mm
0: Where it's like Edelman is like to me he's like another Cam Newton in a way. Like it's a very authentic of of who he is. You -hmm. know what I mean. Um. I also never forget when they won super bowl 49 and, and edelman was you know looking at belichick and you know I'll, I'll, i'd do anything for you coach i'd do anything for you and me being a belichick fanboy, that that grew me even closer to, to 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 edelman you know and and then Belichick goes back up it's a player's game you know it's a player's game no coach you gave me the best year of my life and the two you know it's funny you didn't see that at, the admiration between brady and belichick was like i'm happy for you no i'm happy for you but you mm-hmm. saw that edelman belichick connection and then he came out and on his youtube channel and told that story about you know belichick being naked in the hot tub and you know <laughs> yep. all that kind of stuff and uh you know even um they did they did a late night tour after 2016 they went on uh, the tonight I, show together yeah, i <laughs> loved their that.
2: appearance on there so funny
0: you know and and, and uh, what did belichick held his hand and they did kumbaya mm-hmm. or something like so mm-hmm. I, I would cheer for edelman to win another super Bowl. I would. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I can't say shove. that I
2: would I wouldn't be you know, I mean, it's just like the situation with Brady and Gronk, like you were a fan of them for so long. It's like you don't want to see them win. and then when they do win, it sucks, but then it's like you can't be like too upset about it because it's like you still are a fan of them individually. so yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to root against him either. I mean, I mean, I mean you don't right. have to be a fan of Gronk or what he did or
0: whatever but see i think with Adelman, i i would probably experience what a lot of you guys experienced this year because to me the whole brady gronk thing was like you know at first i was pissed and then i became indifferent yeah, yeah. i cheered for brady because they were playing the kansas city chiefs i'm gonna be honest with you guys yeah you know I, mean? I cheered mm-hmm. for brady because he was playing the packers i mean mm-hmm. hell ro- r- 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 down- connor was cheering for the packers he wanted yeah. Aaron Rodgers to win his Super Bowl. You know, I was so indifferent to those two, just by the way everything ended with both of them. Uh, not just with Brady leaving the like this year, whatever. He left, he had all the right to leave. Um, but like when they were 8-0 last year and he was having his little suck attack on the podium, there's a lot of things about Brady that started irritating me the last oh, yeah. couple of years. So when he left, I was like when that whole thing happened, I got bitter. Once I got over my bitterness, I was like, look, like, I appreciate everything that Tom Brady did. Um, but when it came to like him winning games or losing games, whether they won or lost, I mean look, week one when the Patriots won and the Buccaneers lost, that was the pinnacle of my season right there. You <laughs> know what I mean? That was the pinnacle of my season. Uh after that, I was very indifferent. I was indifferent. Even when they beat Mahomes, I was happy that they beat Mahomes. I was happy they beat Kansas City. I kind of fainted putting on the Brady jersey because I felt like I had to in that situation. Whereas I think I'd wear an Edelman, I'd, like, I, I haven't worn a Brady jersey besides that night. Like I've never put a Brady jersey back on. I still wear my Josh Gordon jersey. You know what nice. I mean? Mm. Nice. I, think I, I would, and, and I think I would wear my Edelman jersey next year, like not even thinking twice, but I wouldn't buy a Bucks jersey or whoever he signed. But I would wear his jersey, whereas I still don't wear my Brady or my Gronk. I have no, actually I don't own a Gronk, I'm my Brady. Uh, just so you guys know, I've never been a huge Gronkowski fan. That's when people are uh, looking at me like, you're not supporting Gronk. I'm like, I've never owned a- Connor, you know how many jerseys I own. You've seen my collection. A-, a lot. Like I own over 40 New England Patriots jerseys. Not a single one of those is a Rob Gronkowski. Not a single I one is a Gronk I only because- have
2: like one, two, three or three or four jerseys and it's Brady and Gronk. <laughs> all I have. I mean, I'm not a big jersey wearer in general. That's why I don't have that many, but...
0: I'm not even a big jersey wearer either. I'm just a jersey freak. I love collecting jerseys, and I have yeah. so many. I have bletzos and this and that. I don't own a Gronk. In 2017, I lost, like, 150 subscribers because I did a video saying the Patriots need to trade Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. It turned out I was right, too, because in 2018... You know, he was a bit of a shell of himself. And then in 2019, he retired in 2020 after yeah. the Bucks, yeah. But I said, they need to train him. It was after we dropped the elbow on on, on Tredavious White. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I was, I've never been the biggest Gronk fan. I appreciate what he who he is as a player. I appreciated what he did for the team. I know people are going to get mad at me because of this. I don't care. You can't tell me who to be a fan of and who not to be a fan of. When Gronk was in the the, the most beast mode of his career, I didn't own a Gronk jersey. I was never a big Gronk fan. Mm.
1: Touche. All right. All right. Ne- next comment here, your boy Ross. He Thanks, says Ross. Chris Sims tweets. Did it trigger you yet, Shades? I don't know what Chris Sims t- Chris Sims tweeted. Uh, was the- being
2: incredibly dumb. <laughs> I was quote tweeting uh, his tweets because someone someone talked to him about Brady. I think it was from the um, PFF tweet about brady's super bowl win and saying something about how it was the defense and not brady and so then that just like created a mess in those responses oh, and then someone responded saying chris sims has gotten into florio's head and then sims responded and he's just being ridiculous <laughs> but i mean i feel like that's chris sims for you it's like it's not really that surprising it's just kind of like okay
1: trying to stir up trouble essentially
2: yeah, I mean it's a little bit, I guess, a little bit out of character for him because I feel like we know how he about Brady, yeah. but he. Does, it seems like these tweets were a little bit, um, I don't know, a little harsher. Maybe I don't know.
0: I have been like, work has been insane. I don't even know what the hell you guys are talking about. To be honest with you. Oh, I I, yeah, quotes, I didn't know. It. I quoted. I, didn't know
2: I quoted two of them. If you want to just like try and find them. Was he um,
0: responding to people, or did he yes, tweet out? Yes,
2: he tweeted. He responded to someone because uh, they responded to the PFF tweet, and they tagged him in their response. So then uh, he responded to them, and then they were going back and forth.
0: Okay, so PFF put now do one with all the over-the-top media praise for the quarterback after a Super Bowl that was won by the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, our uh, Michael, you follows us too uh pierre or pierre whatever his name is uh all because you had to clean his locker when you were coaching lol your butt hurt troll sims (laughs) Uh, you embarrass yourself constantly on this topic sims wrote no you do
1: oh (laughs) good elaborate response there
0: (laughs) I <laughs> feel like that would be one of our responses. I know you are, but what am I? Seriously. Well, and that's,
2: that should have been where it ended, but he kept going.
0: Classic. Uh, yes. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, someone from an. Uh, I blocked somebody. Um, BBC Memoriam. Why did I block him? I'm not sure. So you think <laughs> you so you think a celebrity with the status of Tom Brady should just hand over a phone without probable cause that contains private tax emails etc. I guarantee you a million percent of you wouldn't have done it either. I uh, guess I would have uh, if I was being called a cheater and was <laughs> Why do we why are we in the gate now?
2: Well, because then he said – well, he had another one, actually, about Deflategate. He said – let me see. Hold on. I love
0: love him here. I just don't think he's the best of all time. Also, Mm -hmm. uh, he should have never took the rules – Uh, of the game into his own hands and cheated he is awesome didn't need to take the air out of the ball six rings your opinion completely contradicts your boss florio and every other real nfl player slash official says about the witch hunt and wells report no one will remember sims but when uh but won't ever forget the guy that the nfl player and sports figures call the seven ring goat i don't call him the seven ring goat i just call him the goat Um, yeah this Let's is not go this, too crazy. And then well, this one, wrote, this
2: one's funny though. This other one,
0: dude, you the whole league knows he did it. He doesn't even deny <laughs> I said he did it. I've been saying he did it since the day he did it. I just wish he would. Honest to God, I just wish Brady would own it. I, like and in the most arrogant of ways. Like I always braid I hope when he retires, are like, did you deflate footballs? So he's just like, yeah. <laughs> I did. And we won the super bowl and then they suspended me for four games and I came back and I won the super bowl again. And one of the greatest super bowls ever played, you know, like, I just, dude, people always like on oh, the Patriot street, Spygate, Deflategate, And I'm like, yeah, none of those rings are tainted to me. I'm like, yeah. I never look at any of those rings of championships and go, oh man. So, it was only because of that oh, one man. thing. Yeah. Even if it was, even right. if it was, that does not take an ounce of joy out of what out of what i am i loved during deflate gate when all the people came out and they were like all those like scientists the ideal gas law and all that kind of stuff and i just like i was just like who cares i was like honest to god who cares and again people who are bringing it up right now like guys like chris sam's like you guys a right right so i'm not triggered i'm not triggered i want to say
2: can i bring up one more because funny yeah okay yeah So, someone said, It's hilarious that Chris Sims turned you into a seething Brady hater like him. And Sims responded, saying, I love Brady. I just keep it real. And this other guy said, That's what you should, that maybe, that's why you should stop listening to takes from someone that was awful at the position he claims to be an expert on. And Sims said, That has nothing to do with nothing. You are an idiot. I have proven to be one of the best quarterback evaluators out there. And so that, of course, people was like, "Uh," Mm. I was like, this has to be a troll, right? Like, uh, that's why people were saying, is he drunk? Because he was also saying, like, you and use, like, the letter you and not spelling it out. So it was just, like, very out of character for him, like, on brand to be like, I love Brady, but then, like, saying something insulting about him in the same breath. But, yeah, it was just a little weird. (laughs) I don't know what he's doing tonight, but
0: it must be difficult to honestly to to discuss tom brady if you're a part of the media completely off topic okay um sorry uh i didn't see this connor did you see this what is it fernando um uh what the hell is it fernando tatis is that his name Tatis jr from has baseball? It, yeah. Yes. A oh, yeah. agreed to a 14-year, $340 million extension with the Padres.
1: Oh, oh Is my that, goodness.
0: Isn't that Mike Trout money?
1: Yeah, that's pretty close. That's insane. Well, in
2: 14 years? It's like such a random I number. Hate,
1: I hate those contracts. I hate anything more than like six years, especially in baseball, because who has any idea what he's going to look like eight years from now? Um. I He's a it's, stud. It's, it's gotta He's be a stud, but it's, it's got to be front-loaded. The Padres is I would hope spending so. money. And the yeah. Padres
0: is where your career you go to for your career to die. Touche. <laughs> That's insane.
1: Um, I did not know that at all.
0: It must be difficult though. So, like I can tell you, as being a Patriots fan, back when I used to worship Brady like the rest of you, I don't just mean you guys. I'm just talking to the masses. If I said anything, anything critical about Brady after a game. If he threw the worst interception we'd seen that season, and I came out when that was a bad interception by Brady, I would just have this army of people attacking me, right? Mm -hmm. You don't know fuck all about football. Why do you even bother talking? If Brady had the shittiest game in the world, though, and I came out and said, Brady's the GOAT, you know those four interceptions weren't his fault they'd be like yeah you're right man people too many people trash on Brady like Brady to pray to, to Brady fans like the Brady fanboy fans and even the Patriot fans has become so untouchable and I, I'm not backing up Sims but it's become so untouchable that you can't even say a legitimate argument towards Tom Brady yeah without them just without people getting legitimately mad and Canceling you and unfollowing you and, and unsubscribing and, and all that kind of stuff. It's difficult to discuss Tom Brady.
2: I think as Patriots fans too, they be they get so on the defensive always because they just feel like people are always saying something negative that it just like they don't even really pay attention to what you're saying they just assume it's negative um and even if it is negative like and it's critical because it's warranted they still are just like on attack mode defense mode like it doesn't matter that's
0: that's fucking bullshit though because it's the same group that's turning around and ripping belichick on a day -day oh no i know i'm not defending
2: them i'm just saying i think that they just like can't break out of that mentality
0: like it's, it's, it's like people have watched one quarterback play their whole, Ian and I were talking about this the other night, you know, there's a lot of Patriot fans out there that only watch Tom Brady play and mm-hmm. they don't understand. Like, like I got b- put on blast in a DM on Twitter because I said on this podcast, I think Sunday night, cause Sunday night was Drew Bledsoe's birthday, right? Yeah. Sunday, and, yeah. I, and I came out Sunday night and said that Drew Bledsoe was the person to change the winning attitude on the Patriots. He was the one to start steering the Patriots in the right direction. Of course. And I got put on blast I, to the point that I blocked this motherfucker. And you know who you are.
1: But he you, took them to a Super Bowl.
0: But hold on. But I blocked this guy because he got yeah. so outrageous in my thing. And that the, the names he called me, and I was more mad because he discredited Drew Bletso. You know what I mean? Because he discredited Drew Bletso to make some point about Tom Brady when I looked at you, Connor, and said Drew Bletso changed the culture. Tom Brady finished the job. Yep. Where in that sentence did I criticize Tom Brady? You know what I mean? But if I don't get on my knees and blow Brady and say that this team wouldn't have won a game from 1965 till 2021, I get put on blast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody who's in this chat right now who watched Drew Bletzel play. Everybody who watched the Patriots pre-Drew Bledsoe knows that it was Bill Parcells and Drew Bledsoe who changed the culture of the Patriots along with Robert Kraft buying the team. Now, Bill Parcells, fuck you, right? Because the way he, he acted and the way he left and, and screwed with the Jets, I will never forgive him. Him and his little sexist-ass ways. Yeah. But that was the change of the culture. Pete Carroll came in and screwed that up in 2000 bill Belichick came in with one of the most mismanaged one of the most mismanaged rosters in the league they were so deep into the salary cap it was disgusting that's what people always talk about look at his 2000 season did you see that roster going into the 2000 season what he had to do to it Tom Brady is the let me make this clear Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play this game. Tom Brady is the most responsible for the multiple championships for the New England Patriots, not completely responsible, but the most responsible. A good coach is only as good as his best player. We saw that this year, yep. but other people contributed to this team Beyond Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. And if I say drew Bledsoe in 1993, when Tom Brady was in high, I don't even know if he was in high school in 93. Mm -hmm. when Tom Brady in 1993 was still thinking about baseball as a career. Drew Bledsoe was drafted and changed the mentality and the culture of new England. Tom Brady finished the job and I got put on blast. And I just sat there, this is probably, I've said some shit and I've probably deserved some of the things said to me, I sat here dumbfounded by this tweet. And I wrote back and said, what did I say negative about Brady? And this guy sent me a three paragraph (laughs) book about what Tom Brady did for the team. And I said, what does the hell does that have to do with drew Bledsoe being drafted? I don't remember if it was 93 or 94, but that, that early 99 or that yep. early 90s. I was dumbfounded. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. He's the greatest quarterback to ever play for New England. He's so responsible for so many things. But God damn it, if I talk about somebody else, relax. Okay, That's otherwise it. we'll change this name to Dear, Ta- Dear TB12 and we'll sit here and tell Tom Brady <laughs> stories over and over again if that's the only thing that's going to make people happy touche. okay let's go to three more comments and i gotta get to we missed lawrence last night we gotta get him on tonight
1: all right we got him tonight here's one for sarah from ross is a donation shout out ross welcome back sarah thoughts on jason tatum getting covid that's all you i don't know anything about the celtics
2: i'm assuming he means when he got covid because i think he played tonight so i don't think he tested positive again um I don't know that it's necessarily affected him playing well. Uh, I think he, I don't know what he ended at tonight. Last I looked, I think he had like 28 points tonight. They lost, but um, I mean, he said that there's been some issues with like his breathing and his stamina, which makes sense. Uh, I don't know that they ever really went into detail about how bad his symptoms were. I think he came back after about two weeks. So, I mean, I'm hoping that he doesn't have super long-term effects. They, the team needs him to be healthy um, and uh, I mean I, it's hard to say what's going on with the Celtics right now because they just lost again. So I think they're 14 and 14 now. Um, so we'll see, I guess. I', I I'm, not, I'm not tipping one way or the other. I'm not super um, optimistic, but I'm not like pessimistic either.
1: All right. All Did
2: you
0: right. guys realize now for two nights in a row, Ross is able was able to to trigger me? <laughs> you, you, you think he's found, and it, nice. what triggered me wasn't even what he was what he was asking me. What I was he, triggered about? He it wanted brought, to
2: get the raise rant before you had Ray's rant. He wanted just, to it, give you it.
0: It just brought me back to that comment or that guy DMing me on 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 Sunday night when I just sat there fucking dumbfounded. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like like I didn't criticize Tom Brady at all. I I'm the one who said Tom Brady finished the job. Anyways, I already you guys already heard this. I'm really <laughs> into it. But thanks, Ross.
1: Thanks. Thank you, Ross. We'll go to JP. He says people need to relax and let the rebuild take its time. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think everyone's all wound up after one seven and nine season. We got to wait and see what happens. It's just one year guys. Let's, let's see what happens in 2021, 2022.
2: It's almost like they're like preparing themselves for a decade of losing. And so they're just like freaking out at the idea of that happening. But I mean, you know, teams go through growing pains, and unfortunately, that could be in the Patriots' future. I mean, I'd like to believe, as a Patriots fan, that it's not going to take 10 years. But, hey, you know, teams have had to deal with a lot, a lot worse than having six championships in 20 years, guys. So, I think we can handle it.
1: All right, we go in here from Big MGM. He says, "Oh yeah, Brady and Pats fans love him, some Brady, but no fans are as defensive and exude heavy as Aaron Rodgers fans. <laughs> Good lord, are those guys the worst type of fans? Uh yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, they're I, not. They're, they're not. That.
0: They're not better either. They're, yeah. they're awful as well. I mean,
1: same th- Same thing
0: between take, the two. Take the L." You know, yeah, that's
2: the thing is like, I, I remember when he lost the NFC championship and I just put out a stat that he was like one in three or one in four in NFC championship games. And oh. I had so many fans Packers fans coming at me and I'm just like, yep. yeah, I was being a little snarky with my comment because it was right after they lost and I'm not a Rogers fan that I don't hide that. But it's just funny because I'm like, I literally just said a statistic. And you guys are really triggered over it but it's like i'm just telling you what the truth is so
0: i know yeah. and yet somebody today said that the defense won the championship for tampa bay and all of you guys got triggered so you know what i mean you all balanced each oh. other out right and oh, then yeah. you started yeah. quote tweeting then you started quote tweeting them right yeah everybody got all upset right it, it's uh it, it's we're, we're all look I say it all the time. The Patriots fan base is so bad, and and I'm in part of that fan base. I'm a part of that fan base, and I'm a, I'm bad as well for the defensiveness that we get. And I think it's, I think Lord, Connor and I when we interviewed um, Mario from Hashtag Sports realized it's every fan base. Yeah, it's it's every fan base. You just
2: don't realize it because you're a fan of one team and you're a part of that fan base, so you don't see it as much.
0: Well, it's also relevance, right? Mm -hmm. See, nobody looks at the Buffalo Bills are like the lovable fans because they've stuck with them. Well, let them be good for a couple more years, right? That's Mm -hmm. the thing, right? Patriot fans too, I think are getting edgy because we're on the verge of irrelevance, Mm -hmm. right? We're on the verge of it being 2025, 2026, and we're going six rings, six rings. And everybody's like, nobody cares. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That was 10 years ago. Like, shut up. Right. It's like the Yankees. well, yeah, right. It's exactly like the Yankees. Oh, well. First of all, you won half of your championships in the war era. Yeah, in like
1: 1928.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you haven't won since 2009. So, you know, pump the brakes. It, it, so, I think that it, 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 it all, and I think that Patriot fans are nervous. It's going to get to that because we've been relevant for so long that we are really on the verge of irrelevance right now. Let's do one more, and then we'll go to uh, to Lawrence.
1: All right, we got a donation here from your boy Ross. He says, wait till I beat you up in Madden shades. I'm on, dude. (laughs) A lot of confidence. A lot of confidence right there. I like it.
0: Okay, so here's what I want. We're going to play Madden, and then we're going to play a game of FIFA because FIFA is my game. I'm not a Madden guy. I'm a FIFA guy. And then we'll play a game of FIFA, and then we'll play a game of, like, I don't know, 2K, NBA 2K to, like, the tiebreaker. Because I'm going to whoop you in FIFA. I'm going to be like forty-five <laughs> to nothing in FIFA. And then uh, you, you'll you probably beat me in Madden. Um, Connor has a PlayStation 2, so I'm not... Yeah, I'm, I'm not... pretty
1: good at <laughs> Madden 07, though. I'm going to be honest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can be a confidence booster to anybody because I'm not good at it. So if you need practice against someone who sucks, I'm sure I could borrow a ps 4 Nice. Or something.
0: I'm not even embarrassed to tell people that I played Madden uneasy or rookie, whatever it is. I like, think I've I, played I...
2: it one time, so... I'm just not a gamer.
0: I got, I I have Madden 19, I think, on my Xbox. And I played, put it on season. And I was one in six. And I stopped playing. And went <laughs> back to FIFA. And I just played Fair FIFA. Enough. All right, guys. We are going to uh, look at an interview that I conducted today. Actually, it was our first interview back today. Uh, with our boy, Lawrence. We talked about Cam Newton. We covered an article called The Case Against Re-Signing Cam Newton. And we got Lawrence's take on it it had this was already in the queue for Lawrence so it's just a coincidence that we decided to do the film room for Friday and the the you know the I don't know the come to jesus moment we uh, that that happened last night with cam newton but before we switch over to our patriots outsider we're going to hear from our sponsors over at fcustom.com who we really want to apologize to for yesterday for not playing the ad we apologize and then we want you guys to hear a one minute and 33 second song that is awful but you can hear me talking about our patreon page Fcustom.com is your spot to find the best custom baseball, basketball, and football jerseys. Choose from hundreds of designs and colors and customize the jersey any way you want. Use the promo code RAYROUTE and save yourself 10% to get the best custom jerseys at Fcustom.com. Hey, if you enjoy the lighthearted, wholesome content that you get from the Dear Pats Nation podcast, YouTube and Facebook page and wish that you could get more, you are in luck because Dear Pats Nation has launched our Patreon page. We didn't add any ridiculous tiered levels of support. We're not asking you to pledge 20 bucks a month. For five bucks, that's right, five bucks a month, you'll have access to daily exclusive Dear Pats Nation videos. You'll get traditional vlogs from Connor, Sarah, and I talking about the Patriots, the Celtics, and the Red Sox, but we'll also have exclusive interviews, behind the scene footage, bloopers, early views of videos that aren't available on YouTube, live streams exclusively for Patreon members, and that's just scratching the surface. We're not gonna make you pay a monthly fee If we're not committed to adding And making it the best possible Experience for you We're not in this to get rich We're not in this to rip you off We just want enough to pay our bills And being able to create on Patreon Is just one way we're trying to do it So please come check out our check out our Patreon page over at www.patreon.com slash DPN sports. We've also left the description in, or we've also left the link of the, in the description of our YouTube and Facebook videos. We don't think you'll be sorry. So please at the very least, at least go check it out. And if you don't want to sign up and you don't want to pay, that's all right too. We ain't mad. You can still expect us to be here streaming live every Sunday through Thursday at 9 PM Eastern time. But if you want to get more, go check us out over on Patreon. And we want to thank everybody who's signing up for the patreon page every day we have at least one person sign up for the dear patch nation loyalty club and we really appreciate you guys and uh, i've already posted my my video for the day connor will be doing it following this stream you've got to get over crashing the ford pinto and then he'll be able (laughs) to do it but ladies and gentlemen right now it's time to hear from my boy lawrence owen in today's edition of patriots outside All right, guys we are back with another edition of patriots outsider as always i brought my boy lawrence he is a colts fan he hates the patriots but he doesn't hate on the patriots y'all say we're too biased here on Deer pats nation so we brought a colts fan in to talk about some stories Now, Lawrence, this is really coincidental because I've had this one locked and loaded for a while for you, but you happen to just finish the Cam Newton film room that's going to be released on Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time here on the Deer Pats Nation YouTube channel. So I thought, why not better than to use this article? And it's called, it comes from Terango Basile Vaughn that says, the case against re-signing Cam Newton. So let me give it to you, then we can talk about it. It says, will Cam Newton get another chance to redeem himself as the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots? As much as the 2015 NFL MVP and Patriots head coach Bill Belichick adore one another, the answer to that question appears to be no. At least it should be considering the team missed the playoffs for the first time in over a decade and the offense looked mediocre at best. If Cam Newton is willing to re-sign as a backup quarterback, well, bring him back. As the starter, that is a big, fat no. As a primary running quarterback, Newton just doesn't seem to have the decision-making the Patriots need at the quarterback position. Even with viable playmakers, will he even be able to get the ball down the field? leadership aside, Newton wasn't able to make the players around him better and that was the and that is what the team will need going forward offensively. Unless the team loses out on every other opportunity out there including a potential return of Jimmy Garoppolo, the answer is simply not Newton based on the 15 games he started in 2020. So, Last night on the podcast, we got deep into Cam Newton. We looked at traditional stats. We looked at analytics. We looked at PFF. We looked at player profiler. We looked at the whole breakdown. I, you, People watched me live, Lawrence, and you actually watched it live as the realization that Cam Newton is not who I thought he was just kind of came over me but you are somebody who doesn't always necessarily believe in statistics doesn't always necessarily believe in the analytics you think there's a it's a part of the game but you believe in the eye test so we had you do a film room not based on last night's conversation not based on this article just coincidentally let me ask you something would the patriots be out of their minds to bring cam newton back in 2021
4: not necessarily. Now from the eye test from watching all that film and, 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 and different angles and I see I seen a lot of stuff and there was some things that hit me after I seen you know because it's brought up a lot, you know, Cam seems to overthrow and underthrow receivers an awful lot, right? And you're like, what in the world? And sometimes they'd be wide open or close mostly time close to them. And he'd short hop them or throw it right over their head. And I wasn't figuring it out either until I got near the end of the season and I started to see a pattern. And I realized what the problem was. It just dawned on me all at once. And it's something I honestly believe that if a, a coach sees this like I saw it, He could get that worked on and it could be fixed pretty quickly. I don't have a problem with Cam Newton and his uh, down the field. I think he's one of the better accurate throwers down the field between the numbers. He gets it between the numbers down the field. I think he's great at that. I think he's awesome at that. But obviously you need receivers that can get open. You need receivers who are uh, going to consistently catch the ball, whether they're when they are open and not go, oh, there it is on the ground. How'd that get there? There is a ton of excuses. And I'm going to say it's because they were they were excuses for Cam Newton last year. He doesn't have any of that, that there would be no excuses this year. Right. He had a whole season under him. Um, you know, the, the whole offseason thing is gone. Uh, not knowing the team, that whole situation, he won't have those. So I would not be opposed to bringing him back and having him fight for a starting spot. It's whether or not you feel as though you have good enough coaching as a quarterback's coach to find, identify, and fix those specific problems that he has.
0: So last year they brought in Jed Fish, who was a college quarterback, and originally it was reported that he was brought in because there was going to be no OTAs, no mini camps, a very short offseason, no preseason, very similar to NCAA football, and they said they brought it in to help with that transition. But somebody else brought up this point to me and said they didn't bring him in for that. They brought him in to work with Cam Newton because Cam Newton runs a college-style offense. And that's why they brought in Judd Fish. Now, that didn't make sense to me because Fish was on the team way prior to signing Newton. But there are a lot of people, too, that said the Patriots always knew they were going to sign Newton. They were just allowing him to explore the market. You, from the, the day he was released, you told me he was going to be a New England Patriot. Mm-hmm. The, from the day he got released, we were on Sportscaster News, and you said he's going to be a New England Patriot. And i said no he's not because i didn't believe they could afford him you know yeah. like i i mm-hmm. didn't think they were going to get him for what they got now what they got out of him last year that's all he was worth was the veterans minimum <laughs> let's let's face it josh mcdaniels would be pr- the primary quarterback coach for cam newton and i have concerns around josh mcdaniels for a whole lot of other reasons because w- what quarterback is he built you know we talk about building quarterback he he drafted tim tebow you know, and tried to design an offense around him and he had Tom Brady. You're not Tom Brady because of Josh McDaniels. Uh a part of me thinks you're Josh McDaniels because of Tom Brady. So, but say so levy on that part. I want to talk a little bit about Cam Newton, the player though, because you watched the film today. Now you did a film room actually of Cam Newton back in October. Mm-hmm. Uh actually we released it the day that he tested positive for COVID. So your film room kind of got overshadowed because I think an hour after it released, I was on there and you wanted to do the Cam Newton film room. So Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, I'll do it. And then, I was on an hour after the release talking about COVID and and nobody cared about the film room. Now you were very complimentary to Mm -hmm. Cam Newton back then because the first three games of the season looked okay. Let me ask you this, because I know now you're looking at more film, more games, and you do that sort of breakdown. There's been people out there that believe Cam Newton started declining as the year went on because the playbook got more complicated, that it was very simple at the beginning of the season. Did you see that at all when you were reviewing the film that as the playbook got opened up, he became less effective? Was there anything on the film that said that to you?
4: No. What I noticed was that he started he was relying heavily on Julian Edelman and as his safety as as that guy right you know coming into a new system he was like i got to have someone who i can trust to throw the football to and it seemed to me as though he was relying heavily on Julian Edelman at that situation i think it was like week 7 i think when Edelman went down for the for the year um and then then it hit right oh crap i've been relying on this dude this whole time i haven't been uh, working out as much with these other receivers, getting this our timing and everything down, and understanding there any in- that word is just there and it won't idiosyncrasies, yes, right? Idiosyncrasies, yeah. okay, get getting those down and such, and then it started to fall apart a little bit. I also noticed that he was babied. They did not really put a lot of lot on his plate when they put a play out there where there was deep down where, where the play was primarily deep downfield, there was a lot of um max protection. But generally, if it's first and 10, second and six, third and three, it was a run play. Every unless it was almost mandatory to be a pass play. They were running the football. He didn't throw it nearly enough to get uh, that confidence in himself throughout the season.
0: Now, one knock on Cam Newton has always been his fundamentals as a quarterback, his plant foot. And we saw that a lot this year, right, Where, where people would say, why is Cam Newton doing this? Why is he doing it like that? There was stories that at the beginning of the year, he was setting up differently, that his fundamentals were different, that the Patriots were working with him. Was that a mistake on the Patriots part, trying to change his fundamentals and not letting him do just what he's done his whole career? Because to me, Lawrence, guys learn and they'll learn new tricks. I don't see how you can change the fundamentals of a guy at 31 years old.
4: It's funny. I didn't know this. And I make it a big point in that film room that something didn't look right in one specific type of throw for him. And I pointed it out and I was like, why is he doing this? It doesn't make any sense. This is not what he does. This is not something that a quarterback generally would do when you're that type of quarterback. And yet he was doing it every time and it was messing up with his accuracy terribly. And I'm, I'm like, what in the world is going on here? So it's funny that you say that. Yes, I at this point of his career, unless it is something that is drastic against him, don't try to fix it. You they didn't try to fix Philip Rivers' awkward ass throw, did they? <laughs> I mean, and, and look how good of a quarterback he's been over you know the 17-year career that he had. If certain things work for that quarterback, you'll let him fly. Now, obviously, you know, if he's like holding the ball out, you know, like this or something like that for an extended period of time before he throws or something. Obviously, you want to try to fix that. But you fix it earlier in their career. Once they get into their career, it's re- it's that whole thing. You know, it's tough to talk, teach an old dog new tricks.
0: So there are two camps on – well, really three. There, The camp that I sit in is I wouldn't be angry if Cam Newton was the Patriots quarterback – Next season. The only way I'd be angry is if I found out the Patriots did no due diligence on any other quarterback and was always Cam Newton. I think that I'm intrigued by Marcus Mariota, and you and I spoke about Marcus Mariota, and I may ask you to do a film room, and I know you might have to go back a little bit, but I'm intrigued about Marcus Mariota. I know there's elbow issues, but And Connor caught that when you and I talked about that earlier this week, he said he he forgot all about the elbow issues and that's a concern for him. But Jimmy Garoppolo is also a regular sack away from being injured for the season. So for me, I think you're talking a cheaper contract with with a kid who's intriguing. Let's just say it that way. Intriguing. And I'm happy I'm saying intriguing without whistling now because I just whistled three times saying intriguing. Um, So I'm in the camp of, I want them to do their due diligence. Um, I really want them to draft a quarterback for next year. Draft them this year to be ready next year, the year after. But do their due diligence. Then there's a so that's that's me, and I think a small amount of people who we're okay either which way they go. I mean, if they sign Nathan Peterman over Cam Newton, I'd be upset. You know, if they don't resign Newton and go with somebody else, I'll be fine with it. If they bring back Newton, I'll live with it. And as we get closer to the season, I will bandwagon and homer him. You know what I mean? To death. Then there's the part of the fan base who. Sarah, our, our broadcast partner here, bring back Cam Newton. The Patriots can win a Super Bowl of Cam Newton. You know, like she believes in Cam Newton. And that, that part of the base is, is starting to shrink a little bit and as it goes. And then the, the, the biggest part of the base is like if he brings back Cam Newton, fire Bill Belichick, and I brought that up last night, does Belichick, you know, and it, I wasn't, making the assumption that he should be, I was just asking the question, if he brings him back and it looks the same, should Belichick start, you know, seat get a little hotter than maybe it was. And that fan base would definitely have him on the hot, part of the fan base would have him on the hot seat. When looking at the film, can you try to tell me one thing that will support the argument of bring back Cam Newton? And can you tell me one thing you saw that supports the argument of that man should never be a starting quarter? The Rodney Harrison route that he shouldn't play football in the NFL anymore. Okay, so and that was a lot. I'm sorry to get to the question.
4: Was oh no, question. that's that's perfectly fine. I don't have an issue with that. My 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 thing is is I am I hammered about four different things in this in this using 10 different clips to hammer four different things in. Okay. And so I, I'm kind of giving away a little bit, but you'll still need to watch the film room. Number one. You get everybody in a route inside the twenties on specific routes on different different parts of the field. I think Cam Newton can do you really good. Okay, this is this this is a situation where I feel it will be up to Josh McDaniels. I think if they bring back Cam Newton, it's Josh McDaniels' job that that would be on the hot seat or should be on the hot seat, not Bill Belichick. Okay, I think that Cam Newton needs to realize what, or sorry, Josh McDaniels needs to realize what Cam Newton is good at and make those plays specifically for him, right? Don't put out the plays that are bad for him that he doesn't do very well. That's the way I see it. I think think Cam is great between the 20s all day long every day. That's a good thing because you need a quarterback that can that can throw the ball 15, 20, 30, 40 yards down the field, right? I mean, it's it's important. But you also need to make the calls to do that. Um the people on out there that are like don't bring him back. It comes down to that one thing that they may have tried to mess with him at the beginning of the year and it's awful. Okay. I'm just going to screw it.
0: No, watch the video. Just do it like that. On Friday, you pointed out, I'm assuming you, you pointed out, he'll point it out, but you're saying he does something awful. That is proving the point that he shouldn't.
4: Exactly. He, shouldn't he does. He does one specific thing. And, and, and it's not like, it's like one little play or one. It It's a, it's a broad part of a playbook for a quarterback. All right, But it's there. And if he doesn't fix this, then no, you shouldn't bring him back.
0: Okay. Lawrence, tell the good people of Deer Pats Nation where they can find you.
4: I am found on Twitter at Colts underscore law. I am found same place on Instagram. I have a Patreon, Lawrence Owen out there. Just got my First patron yesterday, I'm or today, I'm so happy. Uh, and then, uh, of course, YouTube, uh, Lawrence Owen, thanks so much. All right, Lawrence, as always, thank you, sir. Uh, Ray,
2: you're muted, Ray. So are you, Connor.
0: All right, there we go. That was a lot. That was a lot. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) We went for over an hour today. Yes, <laughs> we, sir. We, yeah. I have
2: to say, though, we went... I, that, that earned Lawrence a follow on Twitter.
1: Nice. I liked do what he
2: had to say.
1: Yeah, buddy. And
2: I like the both sides of the argument thing. I think that was a really interesting part oh, of the whole thing. Ba-
0: based on our conversation we had after the stream, we broke down some of the key things on the, on the film room. You may be unfollowing Lawrence after Friday. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow. Spoke
1: too soon.
0: Listen, Lawrence is just, you can't deny film, right? Yeah. Like he's going to point it out. And the one thing he said to me is what he's going to point out didn't happen like on one isolated play. Right. He told me what it was. And as soon as you see it, you're going to know exactly what he's talking about. And he said it didn't happen on like one isolated play. He says Otherwise I wouldn't show it. He said it just kept happening over and over and over and over and, and over it, again. And
2: it's what he thinks that the Patriots might've tried to change about him. Is that, is that what he's referring to?
0: It is, but okay. I the discussion we continued having is is what he's doing wrong is something he's been doing wrong for a long time in his career. Okay. And it's gotten worse since he got to New England because I think they were trying to teach him the fundamentals. And you guys gotta watch the film room, ten AM Friday morning, Dear Pat's Nation, it comes out. Um I'm watching it tonight because well, I I own the channel, so I get to do <laughs> nice. that um <laughs> maybe we'll drop it early on patreon on thursday yeah, just, to, just for the patreon people um but uh yeah what he told me and I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one because we've had a lot of debate and a lot of argument and i think that this is going to settle a lot because film doesn't lie right and lawrence goes into it very objectively like he's not looking for for anything he's looking for what's in front of him and he equally splits the good and the bad and um yeah what he does is basic quarterbacking and he does it really bad and it's awful and it's basic oh quarterbacking oh boy so can it
2: be changed or all, like fixed no that's
0: no? what we we kind of talked I don't know if we talked about it on the stream or talked about it off air but no it's not at 32 years old. It's not something this is something you learn when you start learning how to throw football. You yeah. know what I mean? There's so much muscle memory in there. It's it's tough. It's it's a tough thing. But yeah, but watch the film Friday guys. You'll uh, you'll see exactly what Lawrence is talking about. I don't know. Let's do some comments, Connor. All right. <laughs> just, we got to so do know, I was sitting here while this was going on watching our on our analytic page. Watching our subscribership, just gaining and losing subscribers, like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's crazy. Just nice. how quickly we just kept gaining and losing. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Joe. Shout
1: out, shout out to Joe here. Uh, close the show with sponsors if you haven't played them. That's a we good did. idea going oh, yeah, forward.
0: Because of yesterday. Yeah, no, I actually have a deal with F-Custom when I'll play their ad. So, oh. <laughs> so I missed it. But, no, I appreciate it, Joe. And I should have played it that they, they – pretty much said the same thing to me today just because i missed the mark i could have played it but uh you know so, they,
1: is, so they're watching then
0: it is what it is yeah they're watching they're watching you know manscape doesn't watch rocky mountain watches the most just so you guys know
1: yeah well, shout out um, to rocky martin rocky mountain dude seriously i actually been using their products and even if they stop doing the show it's fantastic their razor and their their shaving cream is excellent
0: can you tell can we tell everybody why
1: Yes, my father bought it for us, used the Ray Route code uh, as a Christmas gift in my stocking, and I was just shaving with that razor today, and I was like, this stuff really is really good. I was just thinking that that's funny that we brought that up.
0: But can we tell everybody our text messages prior to that?
1: oh trying to figure out like who who bought it
0: we were so excited because like <laughs> we got an email from rocky mountain like you made your first sale and we were we were so excited we thought it was joe because joe had we messaged did. me and asked what's better manscape or rocky mountain And we were like, but we were like, oh, I wonder who did it, right? We were like, they were like, Rocky Mountain was excited because they are like, you guys made, you know, the first sale using your code. We're so excited. And then we found out it was Connor's dad. Yep.
1: (laughs) 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 But the product is very good. I will give them that. Absolutely.
0: We'll also throw out there too. No, I'm not going to throw this out. No, fuck it. I don't care. They're also the one sponsor that has never screwed us. Never once. Touche.
1: Touche. Never once. Most transparent.
0: Transparent and honest. Yes. very transparent, very honest. And we've tested them in different ways, and they've always came through.
1: Yep. Shout out to them. So
0: we shout got out another... to a, shout out to no shout out to Bill for supporting or Mister Commentary. Touché. No, no, I was told not to call him Mister. He appreciates Mr. commentary. <laughs> well, Bill, I appreciate Bill is a Patreon subscriber. He uses our sponsor ads. I don't even think my dad knows I still have a podcast. <laughs> he <laughs> follows us on Twitter. He does. Bill's man, thank appreciate you. Appreciate support. And he's going to purchase me a beer when I go to get out to Boston. So definitely,
1: definitely.
0: And Ross is going to take me to a Red Sox game. I may not even see Connor. I might be too busy with his dad. You, you're gonna, you're gonna have a
1: lot of, you're gonna have a lot of stuff going on here.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be busy. I'm I'm gonna you're need to so take you. are so popular. To I was gonna take a weekend, but I think I need to take a week.
1: You might have yeah. to at this point, right? Speaking of uh, Ross here, he says, Cam is Superman at Chris Summers is wrong. I don't know, man. Summers has told me me otherwise.
0: I just love the fact that you super chatted an inside joke. That's the most amazing (laughs) thing. There are seven people. I don't even know if Sarah won't even get this because she's not a part of that group chat. There's like seven people that get that joke. I love it. I love it, Ross. You're the man. You are the man everybody right now is going who the hell is chris somers <laughs>
1: shout out to summers we got we got one here from lauren so when he Ooh. says i followed you back sarah
2: thank you i feel cool now
1: now ross says drunk at fenway <laughs> I'm down. Did you guys I'm see down. that video
2: of those kids breaking in fenway
1: i did and i agree with jared carabas from barstool sports i think they should go to prison
2: well, I mean, how silly are you to to break into a, a stadium and post it on TikTok? Like, I I don't understand.
0: Speaking yeah. of TikTok, can I can we pull TikTok up on on? Can we get it? Is it only an app? Or can I, I don't have on? that.
2: I don't have it, so I honestly don't know. Oh,
1: TikTok is a good app, though. Let oh, be I can't get it
0: here because I want to share with you guys the greatest Fenway TikTok I've ever seen in my life there's it's some not, good ones out there. It's not of it it's not of it's of somebody defending uh it's it's somebody defending Fenway Park.
1: It's a it's a historical landmark in my opinion. <laughs>
2: Well, and did you notice, too, that the the guys in the video, like, they're not even baseball fans. They were on the pitcher's no. mound and were getting at a batting stance. And the one kid had to tell him, no, that's where they pitch. You have to go back there. I'm like, you broke into a baseball stadium and you don't even know what you're doing. Like, it's just so, so weird.
1: Prison, both of them. Both yeah. of them.
0: God, you are such a... And one of them <laughs>
1: took such a fake, like, awful swing. and was like home run. I'm like, that would have been a strikeout, kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay oh there it is it's there it is you screwed me up Where sorry is i need no 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 not you Calm oh up. i was
2: like sorry about our story tiktok no. story
0: no i gotta share you guys the greatest tiktok in the world can we see Uh-oh. it yeah i'm sharing it right now relax relax kid
2: sorry for all the listening listeners of our podcast that so you cannot see this
0: well you can hear it though you don't need you to hear yeah. it and as soon as I click this share button, Connor's gonna laugh.
2: Uh oh.
1: I'm ready. <laughs> Look, at Look at this young man. Benway Park is a historical fucking landmark too. It's going only ask that it's a dump. It's a nice fucking place. Benway Park is a historical landmark It's only ask that it's a dump. It's a nice fucking place.
2: Is that guy from Boston? Is he from Boston? I couldn't tell. Is he a that Boston was,
0: fan? That That's was. That's a good question, Connor. When you drink, does your Boston accent get thicker? Like, does your match accent like like it that has was the most? To. When I saw that for the first time, that was the. I think I'm the only one. There's one like, and I think I'm that like. <laughs> yeah. And that was the most Boston thing you ever could have done. It's a mm-hmm. historical fucking landmark. Mm-hmm. Hey,
1: this kid was saying it was a dump. I I just <laughs> I, I couldn't now. disagree more.
0: So I thought Connor staged that. And no, then he told no, me after no, no, he no. was actually pissed. You were no, actually pissed off.
1: That was that was actually no, that wasn't staged at all. That was after a nice long night of drinking and someone started saying uh Fenway Park was a dump and I didn't appreciate those types of comments about such a beautiful place.
0: Yeah, you were I you, wish, were, you were I wish when I drink
2: I would have a bottle come out.
1: Sarah, did you know that was me?
2: What? The video? <laughs> yeah. Yes, that, I was oh, okay. making a joke. I said, is that person from Boston? It's like the most Boston thing
0: ever. How old were you in, when in that video? Because you can that tell was, that was that was so done on a flip phone. That was not done on a smartphone. Oh, right. man. I, I want to say it was like five years ago.
1: Oh, so I was like was 20, 23,
0: 24 maybe. It was, it was either a Blackberry or like one of the newer iPhones five yeah. years ago. But, <laughs> way, uh, back,
1: way back in the day. I back went when through, I was a young man.
0: I went through your shit and it was all Connor commentary stuff. And yep. – uh, actually i'm disappointed because a lot of your stuff too are the videos that made me start liking you that made me start following you like the you know you got caught recording your so you think you can dance stuff and blame it on your sister and all that kind of Right? yep when i came across that first of all you look like you're 12. you know what (laughs) i mean and when I listened to that I was like, oh, he's so staged that. But when what makes that the best is when you told me the story. You're like, "No, no, I was pissed." I'm like, "This yeah. guy called called Fenway a dump and I had felt like I had it defended." <laughs> I, like, I wish I could make that my ringtone.
1: They should make it. They should you make should You should be, be able to, to that, someone, right?
2: get someone to rip the audio for you and send it to you.
0: Guys, if you can McChicken. go over anybody who's smart with this stuff on TikTok, it's Connor Carney. For some reason it wasn't Connor commentary. That's why I couldn't find it. <laughs> connor carney that's connor's actual last name it um, is um if you can find that video and get me audio of that that i can convert to a ringtone please do it for me because i would love that every time connor calls me it just comes up with it's a, a historical fucking landmark
1: Chicken, <laughs> i know you know how to do this
0: all right let's well,
2: now, more comments.
0: the comments if,
2: if you make that his ring your ringtone too he'll have to call you just just so you can hear it
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Like, don't even talk. Just call. Let it ring a couple times and hang up.
0: (laughs) Connor's just going to get a text. Call me. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Touche. We got 978 Cowboys, which 978 is the area code I live in. I don't know if there's any relation there. It says that Patriots (laughs) will be like Cowboys keep on losing. I don't know what makes you say that.
2: I don't appreciate you wishing that upon us, sir.
0: Yeah, I don't don't know. The future is bright.
2: Maybe. Skip here. No, I, I haven't,
1: see I haven't seen Skip in the chat.
2: No quarterbacks here either, from what I'm seeing.
0: We are going head to head with Master at Work right now. He is live at the moment. So Shout are... out Master at Work. Yes, yeah, missed him out. on Monday. But our uh, so our, our viewership is actually split right now. Touche. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys, while Lawrence's thing was playing, I was watching Master at Work's live stream on my phone. <laughs> it was... uh, what do we got here?
1: Uh, we got McKing 23 say Bill should be fired for getting rid of Brady. 44% Uh-oh. record without <laughs> Brady in eight seasons. All right, let's wrap the show
2: up.
0: You guys deal with this one.
2: I mean, I feel like there's not that much left for us to say. I feel like we've talked about this a million and one times. If you're an, uh, uh, an active viewer or listener, I think you know our opinions on this. So maybe we'll just save you the trouble of listening to us again. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have another one, Connor? There we go.
1: Connor looked like a Karen when her kids get slightly tapped at soccer practice confronting the coach.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Drunk and all,
2: too. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, we're getting to that point, Connor, where we may have to bring back some old, like old school DPN commentary segments. Yeah. Like the Karen of the day. We can't play the Carol Baskins because we kept getting flagged on on YouTube for copyright. That's but, true. Uh, Go shorty. It's your it? birthday. We're going to party. Like it's your birthday.
2: <laughs> oh goodness.
0: She wanted 250 bucks to do our voiceover. That was such a yeah. piss off.
1: Yeah, absurd for like so 30 seconds. And she Just lost say, dancing
2: with the stars, so.
1: Yeah, screw her.
2: Good year for her.
1: She's a murderer, anyways. Right, or a right. From what lady. I
2: heard. Just flagged well i still haven't seen <laughs> one Tiger hour and
0: 25 though. minutes in and you use the word you gotta cut
1: that you gotta cut this at 124 it's live <laughs> oh nah, i was just talking about a podcast i once watched that was mm. about um you were speaking figuratively people. yes figuratively
0: people have just disappeared like our our concurrent view count is just dropping by the second here whoopsie let's get to some more comments like so let's get to some real comments now
1: we got mcchicken we do we we're out of real comments if if the boston <laughs> boomer was a judge he'd still be sending kids in the army as a punishment
2: oh no and i love how boston boomer is finally caught on
1: are we really out of, are
0: we really out of real comments
1: we got um i want to hear bill belichick as a disc jockey from stan jones
0: connor tell me about those red socks
1: <laughs> they're gonna be legit kids
0: No, we can't. I just saw this. I was just gonna
1: say we just got a we just got one. Oh, Sarah Celtics. What do you? think? I mean,
2: it, possible. It's unfortunately I don't get to see a lot of games. So if someone can provide me with some sort of easy way for me to see games living out in Phoenix, <laughs> I would greatly appreciate it. Because as of right now, I only see national games. So it, it just makes it it makes it a little difficult. Yeah, to watch to not be able to watch and then talk about the game. So.
1: We have an intern who should be able to figure this out for us.
2: Yeah. DM me on Twitter.
1: Donnie
0: O'Donnell. Ah!
1: I want to see a Donnie O'Donnell come up sometime.
0: Oh, Dear Pats what? Nation, it's your boy, Donnie <laughs> O'Donnell. You're welcome. I'm getting really sick and tired of all these fucking haters coming out here talking about Bill Bel- fire Bill Belichick. Go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Let me tell you this story, okay? So listen, prior to this whole, like, uh, coronavirus, you know the 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 Mexican disease. It, no, I'm just kidding. That's a fucking joke. But <laughs> you know the coronavirus, you get it from drinking the Mexican beer. That lady down in Jacksonville, Florida, said it. You know this whole Corona thing comes out. But I used to be down at O'Flanagan's Pub, and this motherfucker was like, "Hey man, you can't. You, Bill Belichick is not a good coach." Boom, bottle over his head. Done, just like that. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm back. What's up, Johnny O'Donnell? Daddy,
2: I want to oh. know if um Big MGM's comment is it a hate comment to me, sir? S- Sarah Celtics while going over stat sheets, are you implying something, sir? Or are you uh, saying that's what I would have to do, up, bro? Are you saying that's what I would have to do if I can't see the games? Because uh, I mean, if I can't see the games, then yeah, that's what I'd have to do. But
0: oh, well, I think that's what he's implying. Okay, uh, then yes, you're not watching the All game, then right. you're just going over it. You're then you're just that is true. That's
2: why I don't want to do that.
1: Make chicken, so, get her a link.
2: Yeah, somebody, something. DM me.
1: Yeah, cousin, cousin from yeah, Boston. Yeah. Have
2: you seen them yet? The Sam Adams beer commercials? Oh, so,
1: yes, I've seen them many, many times.
2: I didn't realize how many there were until I found them on YouTube and I was like, oh, okay. Who? <clears throat> oh.
0: Did you say who?
2: Yeah. Jamie Newman? I've Jamie heard Newman. I've heard of
0: him. I heard you're he was a fucking, um You're the fucking man. I've been hearing a lot about Jamie New, New Newman lately. Yeah, they said he was um, like a
2: sleeper candidate um for the Patriots to draft. They thought he nice. has good a good potential quarter as a quarterback for them.
0: Somebody gave me a comparison to him from, from like a couple drafts ago. I Georgia mean if he's a quarterback.
2: Yeah, if he's good and he's somebody that they could maybe pick up not in the first round, then hey, I'm for it. Facil saying that Newman's a fourth round pick. That I don't know if that's true, but that's what he's saying. So
0: I'm thinking that he could end up. Uh...
2: <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking sixty years old. What do you
0: expect? I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking all well, no, because you didn't know who Jamie Newman was. You're the draft. That's what I'm expert. saying you're our draft <laughs> expert. Um. Yeah. So. He's good. So he's got mobility. Who the hell did someone – someone gave me a comparison to him just the other day. Um, i still saying I like him. He's just like Cam. He is. He is like a Cam Newton. Uh, Don't say that too
2: much because people don't like that.
0: Bill is the greatest coach ever. Do I like Cam? No, but who I am uh, to say who should be the quarterback next year? And Bill, we trust. Wow, this is why That's I like Somers, Somers because he'll come out and like be like scam Newton and then rip everything apart, but he's still just like Bill. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: touche.
2: He's a Belichick fanboy like you guys.
0: Mitchell's just getting here as we're going. Away. Thanks for coming, <laughs> Yeah, Mitchell. real late, real late. You're, you're real, real late. You're you're yeah. you're here
2: when uh, we start falling off the rails the show just has no meaning now
0: yes sir we're <laughs> gonna finish we're gonna finish with it right now
2: <laughs> what you guys don't think Doug is a,
1: a Boston landmark <laughs> come on dude give me a break kid
0: it's so uh, comical Homer saying stuff like trade down <laughs> for I
1: want a first round pick for him second round picks an insult
0: this shit is falling off the rails really quickly <laughs> ladies and gentlemen it's time for everybody's favorite game show Player profile with Connor Carney. Connor, today you are going to be talking about six foot three, 235 pound senior quarterback out of Georgia, Jamie Newman. I've heard good thanks A three star recruit.
1: Yeah.
0: Connor, tell us how he can be his ideal role is as a developmental quarterback. What does that mean to you?
1: That means that the Patriots might take him in the second, third, possibly even the fourth round and that he would be the potential backup um, with Jared Stidham, possibly Brian Hoyer and uh, play behind a plethora of of number ones. Anyone from Cam Newton, Jimmy Garoppolo to, you know, Deshaun Watson. It it could be a number of people.
0: And uh, what would what would make him unsuccessful in the NFL?
1: Uh, watching game film from Brian Hoyer versus the Chiefs last year, um, you know, making inaccurate throws, forgetting how many timeouts there are, um, turning the football over, you know, taking sacks, holding on to the football too long, and just being overall the inaccurate.
0: That was player profile. I'm not playing the music again. <laughs> <laughs> just this, yes, Jake from That's who the comparison came to, not by his play style, but by where his evaluation is where he's being evaluated anywhere between like a third round and a fifth round pick, like, which nice. is obviously significant. Um, I've seen some people saying he's like a fourth. I've heard he could go as, as, as top as the third, uh, as early as the third. Um, This is a great segment. Shit yeah, buddy. Says. Let's do it. Oh, this is, this is falling off the, yeah. Can we wrap this up? I have a football equipment to pick up in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. <laughs>
2: i was yeah, just gonna, gonna ask i was gonna ask about this too because now we don't know who the quarterback coach is so
1: i have no idea who the jets quarterback coach is but i think the Patriots should consider it
0: and no didn't sign they sign him yeah because sign him they are yeah, gonna cause... sign him, oh, yeah, gonna sign to... him.
1: Great, I signing. great signing. he worked with
0: got his brain scrambled by that ford pinto today you know what joe
1: great signing
0: i'm a little <laughs> i'm a little bit more knowledgeable about <laughs> this i'll do it right for you. i'll do it especially for you on a patreon cool nice and, uh, McChicken wants us to go till midnight Th- the hell with you.
2: I feel like we would have just McChicken watching us and Ross. Ross Touche. just keeps donating just to say, have us say something stupid or something. Well, it's know. like,
0: like, I've never been like, oh, to a super chat, but I keep trying to end this thing in the super, <laughs> I was, but we had the music on. And then I noticed Ross's super chat and I had oh. to go back and pick it up and you know, whatever Chris is just saying, go, go, go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Guys, let's do this. Connor.
2: Are we, I see pretending to be frozen again.
1: I don't know. I, Tell me about those socks. <laughs> They're going to try their best, kid. <laughs>
3: Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirtbags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth.
0: I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.